Okay, guys, listen up. Seltzer is all the rage these days, and now there's even hard seltzer. Speaking of which, have you tried Bud Light Seltzer? so good. It's seltzer with a hint of fruit flavor. And get this, it's only 100 calories, two grams of carbs, and less than one gram of sugar. Plus, it's gluten-free. It's perfect for when my friends are bugging me to have a drink with them, and I don't want hard alcohol. I can just have my Bud Light seltzer. Thank you very much. I'm obsessed with the black cherry, but it also comes in strawberry, lemon lime, and mango. I mean, make that sound better. I bet you want to try them all right now, right? This is making me extremely thirsty. Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. late and you're all up in arms over here no we weren't all up three in of you. we were just concerned Jeez. we were come concerned. on no there was concern we thought she's there's something wrong <laughs> <laughs> all three of you where were you what's wrong well, because you're really? always you always kind of shuffle in hmm. and you do shuffle in i must admit i shuffle in yeah hmm. you shuffle in i lack you shuffle you, today you really shuffled in what's mm. wrong what's wrong oh my god i feel like i spent the night in prison let me tell you, like I grabbed the soap or something. I cannot. There's nothing like a virgin at the prison rodeo. No, that's how I feel today. I'm telling you, I decided, you know, Bob used to have this trainer named Dan. Trainer Dan. Trainer Dan. Who, who's the devil, right? Okay. And, you know, Bob got into CrossFit and started doing all that. And I had trained with Dan one time years ago and was like, I'll never do this again. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I was like, I will never. It was that bad. It was like, I was nauseous. I thought I was going to die. I was like, I'm never doing this again. And so Dan, you know, I always see him. Like if I go to the gym or whatever, I'll always see Dan. And he's like, hey, Jill. I'm like, ah! Like, <laughs> I'm like, hey, Dan. And I, I, I try to avoid him like a plague, right? So he's like, you know, I saw him again recently, and I was like, I saw him lurking, and I was like, God. He's, oh, Dan's a lurker. Yeah, I was like, he's going to try to talk to me. I know it. So I kept my headphones in, and I kept my head down, and he cut me off. And he's like, hey, Jill. And I was like, oh, no. And he starts talking to me, and he's like, we should get you into the gym. I was like, no, 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 no. And then he's like. He said to you we should get you into the gym? Yeah, and I was like, no, no, no. So. You know, he starts texting me, and he's like, Monday's good. How's Monday? I was like, no, no. <laughs> so, you know I'm turning 40 next year. Yes. And I was like, you know something? I've never, and here's the thing. I've never been happy with my ass. And it's like, I preach acceptance, and I do accept it. I live with it. It's good enough, right? But the reality is, 
if you looked at my upper body, I'm just being straight with you. I, I swear to God, because it's like, and by the way, my legs, they're not amazing. They're not particularly ripped, but they're fine. My ass is like someone else's ass. It's like you took the ass off of a completely different human and put it on my body. Well, it's, what do you want out of your ass? I want it to look like the way my upper body looks. I want to oh. bounce quarters off of my ass. I want to crack a walnut shell between my butt cheeks. But you don't have a big ass. You have to have a big ass to do no, that. No, no, I have ass. It's just like floppy. Like I, it just is like. And then I have a, like the the double up where it's like ass ass. There's like an, a line and then another line before it hits my thigh, which really pisses me off. Wow. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I sort of it's kind of interesting. I don't train my ass at all, and I I don't know why I don't train my ass. I think I. I've always just kind of been like, well, it's good enough. You know what I mean? It's like you're busy. You got to make ends meet. You know, you're you're trying to work. You're trying to trying to raise kids. You're trying to do all this stuff. And you know, you get. I'm like, oh, I'll go for a bike ride. I'll go for a jog. I'll go for. You know, I would never do my own DVDs. I tried once and thought I was gonna kill myself. I was like, <laughs> oh my god, this bitch is crazy. And that. And then I was like, that's me. That's me. <laughs> And and I and I just you know it's good enough, right? I was like I just wasn't motivated enough, so I was like, all right, I'm turning forty, and I want to see like, can I ever fix this ass? Like actually work to to make it impressive, an you're impressive have, ass. Then you're gonna have to gain some. You gotta get some. Junk no, 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 no. Trust me, there's Jillian. junk there. No, 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 Janice, there's junk in there. And when I squish it all into a pair of jeans, it fills out nicely. But in real life, it just sort of flops there. And it, so what I would like to do is make that thing stand up all on its own. And oh, so what I've done is I've awesome. decided that I was going to go and try to see Dan. So I had two sessions with Dan before we went, you know, on vacation to Disney World, which is a whole other ball of wax. And um, I've never been in so much pain. I thought I was going to die. And I, I mean, I'm in the gym and it's like there's something wrong with this guy. Like, he does things that I would never even think to do. Like, he's that crazy. Like, I was sprinting on one foot at six miles an hour for 30 seconds on one leg. Hop, 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 hop. I'm not kidding. Is uh, this for the ass or is just this just the for whole thing? But thing. it's predominantly ass based. You I told him I'd like an ass. I want an ass. Workout. So we're like, so I'm calling him now the ass man. And, you know, so we're, we're like project ass. Project and by ass. 40, I'm write that down. yeah, I, I want to have, you know, I want to not walk away from the bed backwards, which is what I do every morning, even though Heidi's like, you know, I've seen it. I'm like, no, no, not in daylight. You know what I mean? She's never seen the, the ass in daylight. She says she has, but I do a really good job of like angling myself in certain ways. And you walk backwards. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah, that's really intimate, I think. I think so too. Yeah, no, it's and lovely. and so, I I so this morning, you know, Dan was so Dan was like, uh, has Dan seen your naked ass yet? Or he's no? like, I'm gonna need a picture. So yes. I was like, if this gets out, you know, this could be a scandal. Like I've talked about, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, I've talked about the the dimples back there, but I don't think anybody believes me, which is nice. I've never seen. Cause it. I'm like, oh, they think I'm just being humble, which I'm I'm not actually. So the the reality is, uh, I was like, all right, maybe I'll do a little before and after um, of my ass. And then if it's better, I'll share it because then I can be like, well, look at it now. I have a look before, at my ass. I have a before picture of your ass. 
But no, that wasn't a good photo. It was in sweat sweats. You can't tell. Well, no. I'm just saying. You can't see anything in that. So but this uh, is the naked. So, this okay. more, so I went to see Dan, and I, yeah. I was like, Dan, I have to be in but, but he doesn't go for 60 minutes. He goes for 90 minutes. Oh, no. And I, I'm just like, I, I'm like, Dan, morning? that's enough. It's like, and he does stuff like, okay, so you're on like a leg press, right? And you're going, all right, you know, I could just about manage this. And he'll do something where he'll put like a little weight somewhere, so you have to tap the weight, so you get like this crazy range of motion that's like beyond possible. Like I'm like I can't go that deep into the movement, and my I collapse, which I do. And then right when I'm like, okay, oh my god, oh my god, okay, oh my god, then he goes, now drop your right leg, and you have to do twenty on one leg, twenty on the other leg, twenty on one leg, twenty on the other leg. By the way, after. A hundred jumping weighted lunges, uh, you know, a barbell on my back, jumping squat. I, I started to scream in the gym. I was like, no, God, I can't, oh, God, and everybody, <laughs> it was, I mean, I just, and the thing is, like, I drive to the gym and there's fear in my heart. Like, I'm afraid. I'm genuinely scared. Well, I think that's, that's just, see, I believe that's the karma bus has come back to pick you up. <laughs> This is what this is. Honk, oh. honk, karma bus is here. Oh, my God. But you know what's interesting is that there's just no possible way I could do that to myself. There's no way. Oh, I see what you're saying. You I mean, couldn't. Self-motivated, you mean? I couldn't hurt myself like that. Oh, oh gotcha. I mean, honestly, I think there has to be something wrong with you to do that, to hurt yourself in that way. Like, And the interesting thing is I would probably work at... Like, when I had both legs on that machine, right, I was like, this is good. Then to drop one leg, I was like, oh, my God, there's no possible way. Like, at five, I was like, <gasps> you know, I'm gonna, I was just, like, I was unraveling. I was like, I can't do it. My leg, my leg's going to collapse. It became hysterical. And the interesting thing, of course, he, like, spotted me because I was like, my leg, my leg, my leg. <laughs> but, I can't believe you did it. I would have said, up yours. I, I mean, I'm, ego. I'm, I, ego. Ego. Oh, but the interesting thing is, like, I would work at 50% of where, and 50% felt like a challenge of where he has me work. And I just, I think that says so much about what we think we're capable of and how we always, I'm, as much as I talk about getting out of that comfort zone, and I really do in my everyday life, right? In my Mm -hmm. business life, I really do get out of my comfort zone because I'm like, I've failed enough times that it's (laughs) very unfortunately not unfamiliar territory for me. I'm like, well, here we go again, you know? And I've learned how to, you know, redirect an approach and this and that. And I'm, I'm not afraid of failure anymore. Um, but, it, you know, in my in my relationships, I really work hard on being vulnerable as often as I can. It's a struggle for me, but I do work on it. But it's interesting because the very first thing that got me to feel stronger is the area where I, you know, with my own body, I do play it kind of safe. I'm like, it's good enough. Looks good enough. It's good enough. Oh, that's interesting. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but so I think, you know, I have this benchmark of 40 and it's sort of like, all right, let's see. Let's see what is possible. Let's see how far we could take this thing. Mm-hmm. What would happen if I really tried? And I, I you know, so I guess I want to say to everyone out there, if I'm working at 50% of what I can do, I guarantee you are too. I guarantee it. And you don't realize it. You think that's, well, this is good. This is what I can manage today. But, of course, yes, it's not. Yes. And I've seen that with my contestants, right? But you're like, well, this is what this is what I can get through. 
efficiently or well or just enough to do it right or good or perfectly. But you could do more. Man, I live there. I live in that place. You that, you do live in that yeah, place. That's interesting to me. But I wonder what would happen if we chose a goal and just said, I'm going to go after it. And it has a time frame. So, mm. but there does have to be, I think there's got to be somebody there to help you sort of, right. I don't know that we can push ourselves to that place. There's There's got to be somebody that's like, no, 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 no. Or even when the thing collapsed, because it did. Like, I, you know, I was like, oh my God, I, I can't, you know, like I got to a certain point, a certain point on that range of motion where my hip just couldn't, Done. couldn't hold weight. Yeah. And, it, you know, it was like an inch, an inch of, of range of motion. And, you know, he had to spot me out of that. I just could not get that weight out of that, that one mm-hmm. space. Um, but I guess I, I sort of want to say to everybody, like, all right, we're coming up on a new year, right? Uh, what is it? Where you've said, you've always said, oh, that's good enough. You know, but what is it that maybe you've always wanted and never went after? Or what is that thing where you want to challenge yourself to do better? And I want to say, let's sort of take this journey. Let's have a time frame and a journey and everybody listening pick something that you've always wanted to fix or you've always wanted to improve or you've always wanted to change or you always wanted to go after. Whether it's, you know what, I always wanted to see if I could get a straight A average in school or for a semester or I always wanted to see if I could you know get fixed or improve this part of my body or run a triathlon or blah 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 um and I am curious to see if I can stick with this because I do drive in every day to that gym and I I there's a panic in my heart I'm like okay oh my god and I I'm like okay how bad can it be? How bad can it be? And then when I'm doing it, I'm like, this is horrible. Oh, God. But then when it's over, I'm like, all right, I made it through another day of this. And I, I'm i ready. You know, I think when I start seeing results, that's really going to help me stick with it. So I will take a before and after. And on my 40th birthday, maybe I'll post them next year. But Janice, what's yours going to be? Oh God! You mean my kind of a just a where I'm gonna just push myself to? Yeah. Oh. You do live in the comfort zone. Oh, totally. Because it's comfortable. It's like mashed. I live in mashed potatoes. That's where I live. A I nice know. big bowl of mashed potatoes. Oh God! Okay, I gotta think about that. I'm not because I'm not. I don't mind my ass. See, it's good enough. But you gotta pick something where it could be better. Oh jeez. Oh God. Well, t- good. Don't don't go for good enough this time. All right, let's well, pick let something and just say, like, let's pick something and just say, I want it to be better than good enough. I want it to be awesome. One thing. Do I, I have to tell you now, right this second? What can you think? Autumn, do you have anything? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> just one? <laughs> I know, girl. I know. But my ass is a huge undertaking. I don't know that I can handle more than that <laughs> at one time. Yeah, the ass is that's but Jake, what about you? Whole life, crappy ass. I I have a perfect ass, so mm. I'm happy. Ass. You ha you you're a skinny <laughs> I'm just kidding, I have no ass. You have no ass. I'd I'd actually like to Maybe put a, a little weight know. on. I'd like right. to put five to ten pounds on. Okay. Five okay. to ten pounds. Why say we do this before then well no, we can my birthday's in February. Yeah. I, I have till February. Do we get till February or do we have to well, have not five to ten pounds? I would make you put on fifteen pounds by February. 
I would be happy to put on 15 pounds. Okay, but then I'll write you a little thing, but you have to do what I say. I'll do exactly what you say, but also we have to talk because I just went to the doctor and he told me a few things. Oh, all right. That'll have to be another segment. Hold hold that thought. What's it going to be for you, Manis? Well, I I think... How about a date? All right, there it yeah. is. Oh! I'm gonna, oh, my God! No, I went I, I went back to the women's uh, outdoor club uh, to a meeting. Wow. And, uh, and, oh, man. And so I think maybe there's a dance coming up. There's a, a New sock Year's. Hop. I did a New Year's sock hop coming up. Hmm. And, okay, I'm going to go and I will go on a date by February. I'm going to need carnal knowledge. Carnal? Isn't that dirty? I think it is. Carnal. There was a movie. Carnal. Look that up, Autumn. What is that exactly? Carnal means um, <clears throat> what is that? The the the, uh, the act, isn't it? The Can act you, of uh, somebody Google that. The oh, act oh, of oh, boink. Man. The boinking. Boink. For the record, this date has to include intimacy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. so if just a date and you you don't mm-hmm. get intimate, you have to go. You kept you have to keep going. What do you got? It can't just be sexual intercourse. Whoa! <laughs> That's it. Yeah, you got to get laid before February. The date is, is too that easy. that what it is? Do you know? Okay, you know what? A date is good enough. Laid is awesomeness. Oh, All right, bonus points. Yeah. Extra credit. Yeah, you got to get laid. I'm going to want underwear, and I'll know if they're not yours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to have boxer shorts here. I got to get laid before February. And I'm going to need the underwear. Does it? <clears throat> okay. All right, oh and I will post a picture of my ass. I've never shown it to the world. If I get laid by February. Mm-hmm. You know what I'll do? I'll just take a picture of Heidi's ass and pretend <laughs> it's mine if it's not. <laughs> if it's not where I want it, that's what I'll do. I have a good backup plan. Oh, my God. All right, so I want underwear and a name. What I I will post a picture underwear. of my ass. You need to take a picture of your starting weight, Jake. Okay. And Where's you know what we'll do? Going? You know what we should do, Autumn? We should start a Facebook page for this called Project Awesome. And everybody can post their goal and, like, their starting photo or whatever. Okay. And Let's it's going to be by February. It has okay, to be my by- birthday is February 18th. So that is our deadline. And I will I will unveil my new ass. Janice, oh you got to post pictures of your underwear <laughs> with a name. Jake, we need a before and after photo. Okay. Uh, Autumn, where, what are we going to do here? I need to trim. Okay, how much? 15 pounds? 15 pounds. We'll trade our 15 pounds. Yeah. That's good okay, because so I'll take Jake. that's not a ton of time. So that's two months. I say 15 pounds. All right, good. All right, both of you to a program. You and I will talk about a dating service. Why don't we just put out a call for, for uh, you know, uh, people for you right now? No, let's not do. Let's not go there. Let me try the. Let me see what happens at the sock hop. Who knows? No, oh, you gotta like get online. Okay. Like all the kids these days. Like all the kids. <laughs> yeah, you know what we need to do? We're gonna start. We're gonna start a profile for you. All right, I know what we're doing. You guys out there, we're gonna start a Facebook page, and then we're and gonna it's call Project Awesome. Project Awesome on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. This is terrifying. Tell me about it.
the way your brain functions impacts every part of your life. How you work, how you handle everyday situations. It's important to keep your brain active and stay sharp. Especially if you're trying to keep up with two kids. <laughs> uh, that's all I'm saying. Uh, but that's why Lumosity created these fun online brain games. It's a personal trainer for your brain. These games are customized to work out the areas that you want to improve. So whether you want to improve your memory, your focus, your problem-solving skills, your mental speed, anything that you're interested in, you can improve and develop on Lumosity.com. All you got to do is go to Lumosity.com and you can start playing right now. Click the Start Training button, play your first game. It's that simple. And of course, tell them you heard it from me, Jillian Michaels. That's Lumosity.com. ask you if you've um have you read the article called college women stop getting drunk uh no okay it was written written by uh i'm not going to do justice to her last name emily yofi i believe is how anyway she wrote this article on slate you know there is an epidemic of college girls well call it college kids not just college girls but right. college students drinking it's a big you know what I do you, know. Do? you drink you, college. everybody college yeah however there is a huge rash of college girls also being raped by male classmates so what <sighs> not just college kids high school kids too yeah true good point high school kids too it's my worst nightmare when it comes to lou and phoenix by the way yeah, because he's my only son other, is yeah. ever one of those boys. Oh my! I will know I have failed as a mother. Complete. That is my sign of completely failing as a mother. Wow. I'm not kidding. It's my my worst nightmare is that he is one of the boys and she is one of the girls. Not in the same scenario. No, 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 no. But that that that's when I that is truly like of all the things that parents are afraid of, right? That is my biggest fear is that I will have unprepared my daughter. Um, and she will be insecure enough and um, naive enough for that to occur. And I, you know, I've, I mean, I've read stories about. Uh, we talked about one on the show, a 15-year-old who got drunk at a party, and they take video of it, yep. and then they put it all over the internet, and this kid killed herself. Like, yeah. it's serious. Um, and that my son would ever be a man like that, because I don't know that I could love a person who would do that. And I know they say, like, you're supposed to love, love unconditionally the, and so on. Hate the action, but love the but person. I, yeah. don't, uh, I don't know that I could love an individual who would do that. I get why there's controversy about the article, because she's saying, you know, just stop getting drunk. Just stop getting oh, drunk. Oh, is that what she's saying to do? But, but she says, let's be totally clear. Hmm. Perpetrators are the ones responsible for committing their crimes, and they should be brought to justice. But are we failing to let women know that they render themselves defenseless and terrible things can be done to them? Young women are getting a distorted message that their right to match men drink for drink is a feminist issue. I agree with her. Yeah. So I'm she's, sorry. I, I agree with her because what I what I think we're doing is... Uh, we are putting ourselves in harm's way. Um, there is a certain amount of 
accountability with regard to if you go into a dangerous part of town, right, and you are covered in diamonds. You know, like like when I go on vacation to to parts of the world that are considered third world, um, and I go into rougher areas of these countries, I don't go in wearing. Uh, well, I don't have a hundred thousand dollar wedding ring, but if I did have a hundred thousand dollar wedding ring, I wouldn't be wearing it. You know what I'm saying? Right. I true. But what what her detractors are saying is, just because you don't do the behavior doesn't mean that that is going to happen. Like just because a girl, a woman, mm. anybody can still be raped, of course, whether they're drunk or not. Yes. So just by taking away the, let's say the bad activity, doesn't mean that. Bad things won't happen. But it it will absolutely um, take away a contributing factor. True. And I True. think that boys in those situations are going to look for an easy victim. A girl mm. that's unconscious is an easy victim. So you're not going to go after the girl that's totally sober and is like, are you kidding me? Touch me and I'll scream. You're going to go after the girl that's like yeah, passed out drunk. You and your buddies and your video phone. I mean, think about it. So yeah. it, I think that it's important. I, I think that people also have issues with saying that it's a woman's fault. They worry that if we point out a behavior that a woman may have engaged in and say that that was a contributing factor, we've said it's her fault. Um, and I, I'm not saying it's your fault, uh, but I am saying what precautionary measures can we take to help protect ourselves? And I, I think that's where we're really getting into hot water on these topics. There was a, a segment that we had done on the doctors about women um, uh, who had started this thing called the slut walk or the slut march or something. And the chief of police had said, like, don't wear really short skirts. Oh, yeah, And yeah, yeah. don't, I don't know if he yeah. said don't get drunk or I don't know what it was. And the women were up in an outrage. Yeah. But the reality is, you know, I've been out and I've seen those girls in skirts with no underwear and what kind of message do you think you're sending dave, you're a boy jake tell me well i always refer to dave Chappelle's joke uh to sum it up he says you know ladies you know you're dressing like this whatever and you're saying you're not a slut and you very well may not be but i don't go out wearing a cop uniform and someone says oh help help i need help um, and I go, oh, I'm sorry, I'm just wearing this uniform. Uh, it doesn't make <laughs> me a funny, cop. It's not funny, but it is. But it, right. It doesn't make him a cop. He goes, you know, you're not a slut, but you're wearing a slut's uniform. Well, the the reality is, I think that what they're saying is like, no woman's a slut, and how dare you call us a slut? But the, I think without, by the way, let's take the word slut out of it. Okay. You're out wearing a dress with your whole private business hanging out of the dress. Wouldn't that mean to any, to any man out there that you want to have sex? So let's take slut out of it because slut has a negative connotation as a man. And to me as a woman, my interpretation is that you would be looking to pick somebody up for the night. I don't judge you by any means. If that's, if that's what you want and then God bless you, you know, by all, it's your life. Do whatever makes you happy. But then to turn around and be like, I got all this attention I didn't want. Well, but didn't you have a sign that said, I'm down for this tonight? So m I definitely think there was a certain amount of uh, security measures that we can take. And while those girls might just want the attention but not want anything to happen, okay, but you are playing with fire. Exactly. You're playing with point. fire. And one of the things that I'm going to teach Lou is, you know, listen, sweetie. And, and this is where I think that the 
you know, there's a lot of controversy out there about do you talk to your kids about alcohol? Do you let them have alcohol? You know, the conversations I'm going to have with my kids, I'm just going to say, look, you know, I was a teenager. Anywhere you've been, you know, obviously I haven't done heroin or crack or anything like that, but I've experimented with drugs and I've experimented with alcohol. I was a teenager, you know what I mean? And I was in my early 20s. So I'm not going to judge you. I understand that, uh, you know, kids experiment. These are my concerns. And what I'm going to say to my daughters, I'm afraid you're going to be at a party. Someone might slip you something. You know, you, you, you might get too drunk. You, 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 something could happen. And this is, and let her know, these are the things that can occur. So how are we going to deal with this? How are we going to make sure this doesn't happen? Whether it's, you know, she's at my house. Uh, she always calls me and I won't be angry and I come and get her. She's got a, they always have a buddy that's sober in the group to watch them all. I don't know what, and you know, I've got years, God willing, before I have to really have this conversation, but it's one that I think about all the time. And, you know, with my son, um, I am already thinking about how to explain to him that true power and, and true prowess is, being able to sleep with a girl because she wants to sleep with you. And that's just it. When does you know? the education turn to teaching, instead of like teaching our daughters, no, don't do this, don't do that, don't dress like that. When do we teach the sons? Oh, no, my son. Oh, no, 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 no. I will. Oh, no, no, no. I already, he, it's like, you know, because he's in like a biting, hitting, I can't talk, it's really annoying phase. And I don't permit it. I do not permit it. Every time he bites or he hits or he does, oh, he's a baby. He's frustrated. He's teething. He can't talk. I'm like, I don't care. There is, he's not allowed to hit, bite, this, that, the other. He gets a timeout. I don't care. No. I'm not going to be like, oh, he's this, he's that. Uh uh. We don't do this. I get, right. and then, you know, and he, like, I sit down and people are like, he doesn't understand you. I'm like, he understands enough. And every single time I'm like, Phoenix, I get that you're frustrated and this and that, but we don't handle it this way. And it's tough for him because, of course, he can't say, I wanted the pink sippy cup or whatever the heck. You know, it's like, it's a tough age, obviously. But I, you you have no idea how invested I am in raising a good man, a Mm -hmm. good man without emasculating him, which is a really fine line. I want to, because he's, you know, this poor kid's growing up around a bunch of women his sister henpecks the hell out of him all the time. He's got two moms, obviously. And it's it's very important to me thinking about how am I going to raise this man so that he feels empowered, not emasculated, but he has respect. Like, I always want him to get the door. I want him to be a gentleman. But it's, it's like, how am I going to do that? But also teach him to respect the woman that he's with. And... Another part of the problem, I'm sorry, but this is a huge part of the problem. Have you listened to music today? I know. Have you listened to it? And I'm guilty of it because I listen, unfortunately, you know, I listen to a lot of that music, but it's like the bitches and the hoes and the bitches and the hoes. And it's like my bad bitch and she, you know, sucks the chrome off a tailpipe and my bad bitch lets me sleep with other girl, my, you know, bitches and hookers and hoes and make it rain. And it's like women are just whores all the time in this music. And these kids listen to it. And then what do you got? You've got the Paris Hiltons of the world. You've got the Kim Kardashians of the world. You know, you've got all these actresses getting out of the Miley Cyrus. There was a photo of Miley Cyrus the other day. 
on a, a website and I almost died. I almost died. It was a photo of her in a pair of white lace underwear. Underwear. And I don't mean boy shorts. I mean underwear. A pair of white lace underwear bent over with her legs spread. And it was a complete crotch shot. Like it looked like it would be on a porn site with like a little star over it. You know what I'm talking about? Like girls, girls, girls. And I was just going, oh my God. Like my three-year-old listens to... You know, that song's on every five seconds. And it makes me, you know, it's funny because moms used to criticize me and say, because I would swear on Biggest Loser. And it was like, you're, you know, you need to be a better role model. And at the time I didn't have kids. So I was always thinking like, oh, for God's sake, it's a swear word. Who cares? And you're their role model. You be their role model. Well, now I'm a mom. <laughs> you can't help it. Yeah. You know, your, your kids are going to have, ro- uh, you know, people they admire. And you know, what are they going to see? They see fame. They see fortune. And who's getting it well the girl that gets out of the car naked you know the girl that that releases her sex tape on youtube the girl and so what i try to do with lou all the time is you know redirect her to a beyonce redirect her to pink you know a woman that's powerful and strong but has self-respect so i'm constantly having a more positive role model and i'm trying to teach her like this is true power you know, you don't have to give yourself away and cheapen yourself and drag yourself through the mud to have value. And then with my son, I'm just hoping that we can be good enough role models that he will respect women and he won't think of them as like bitches and hoes and he won't need to, he'll be secure enough in himself that he won't need to fall into the peer pressure with all the other boys and a video camera. You know what I'm saying? I do. I, I want do. my son yeah. to be the one that's like, hey, this is weak. A real man can sleep with a girl because he's a real man and she wants to. You know, do you know what I'm saying? Like, not, we don't, we have to get girls drunk. Like, that's disgusting and pathetic. And that's not what a real man does. Like, that's the man I want him to be. But I think the way to do that is to really build his self-esteem so he's not subject to peer pressure um so he so he understands that he has the power to make a difference and to build my daughter's self-esteem so she knows that she doesn't have to cheapen herself to get attention or give herself away so as parents i think it starts with us really building our children's self-esteem having open and honest conversations again like forgive me i don't think i'm a parenting expert but this is just a, a lot that i've thought about over the years and with women we do need to start taking some responsibility. If you go out wearing no clothes and you drink yourself unconscious, you've put yourself in harm's way. It yeah. is not your fault by any means. This is not an intention to victimize the victim. But, you know, people teach self-defense classes. They teach women not to walk to the car in a dark alley, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they teach you how to hold your keys so they're a weapon. They teach you how to walk so you don't look like a victim. Why would we not have the same conversations about this? So yeah. it, it, it is it is a matter of saying like at some times being politically correct is just such I a know. freaking load of crap and it's, it's dangerous it's dangerous it's, it's like it, wear clothes and don't drink yourself unconscious and have a game plan there you go that's simple yeah no one deserves to get raped we're not saying you asked for it but how can you protect yourself yeah and how can you prepare your kids yeah all right well that was heavy
I've mentioned this to you guys before. A domain name is a really great way to log your personal journey, whether it's health, fitness, wellness, family. By creating an online journal with your own personal website or blog, you can motivate yourself and inspire others in the process. If it sounds like something that you've been wanting to do, Hover.com is just the place to get started. Hover does one thing, domains. They are the best in the business. It's the easiest and quickest way to create, buy, and manage your domain name. There are no upsells. There's no runaround. They have the best customer service in the industry with a no-hold phone policy. Just go to Hover.com today, type in a few keywords, and see if your site is available. And remember, .NET is also a great option. .NET is easy to remember, and there are a ton of available options. With Hover, you can now add on Google Apps. Basically, you get everything you already love about Google's productivity apps, Gmail, Calendar, Drive, Docs, the whole package. And for our listeners, they're offering 10% off a new domain name of your choice. All you've got to do is go to Hover.com slash Jillian Michaels to get started today. That's Hover.com slash Jillian Michaels. We are back, and Stephanie from Montana has a question for you. Oh, hey, Stephanie. What's going on, bud? Hey, Julian. I am so excited. Oh, well, thank <laughs> you. Can I just say really quick, and I, I know everyone does this, but I am so thankful for this podcast. You guys have seriously changed my life with it. Oh, thank honestly, it, it is truly a passion project, I think, for, for both of us, and it's, uh, I'll speak for myself when I say that it's the one medium god where it's not edited or manipulated or you know there's not somebody with something to say that doesn't know anything about what they're saying don't write a book about this and you know oh no 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 this has to be the dvd has to be like this and no it has to say that and it's just so nice because here we could we could do whatever we want we can say whatever we want we own it we control it and uh, so I, I really love hearing that because for us it's just fun, I think. But knowing that it actually might be, <laughs> might have some sort of a purpose is really nice. Well, and the thing about it is that I know it's fun. It sounds fun. It I have fun listening to it. Every single episode is fun for me. And my friends are so sick of hearing Jillian says and Aww. Jillian and Janice were talking about this. And seriously, you guys, it, it, this is like so exciting for me and Oh, bless your heart, Aww, Stephanie. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. That means a lot to us. Well, thank you. Okay, so here's my problem. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> Out of time. Yeah. Okay. Got to go, I'm Steph. See you later, buddy. So well. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, sweetie. I am not coping so well with this whole age thing. I'm 46. Okay. Um, I had a hysterectomy a while back, like eight years ago. Okay. And things were great. <laughs> um, then over the last couple of years, I had shoulder surgery. I've had a knee surgery. And just last March, they had to remove my ovaries. So <sighs> it's <laughs> gone downhill. Oh. So between rehab and whatever the heck is going on with my hormones, yeah, 
I have this thing I lovingly refer to as a front butt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Help me, help me, because I one day I woke up and I was like, what is that? <laughs> Okay. Oh, Stephanie. <laughs> oh, the aging is such a blast. Yeah, um, all right, sweetie. Well, okay. Now, um, you know, the answer to this question would be the same no matter who asked it. So whether it was a mom that just had a baby or <laughs> just anybody under the, you know, a woman going through menopause, uh, a guy who wants to lose weight, the answer is always going to be the same. And that is we eat clean, we eat less. We move more. Uh, so, of course, what what might be easier, you know, we, we've seen this even on Biggest Loser, right? You've got one contestant who's working just as hard as another contestant, and yet the other contestant loses double the amount of weight. And, you know, the one who loses four is like, why, why, why? And the one who loses eight is like, woohoo, woohoo. And <laughs> the reality is that for some, you know, the, the their metabolism is inclined uh, based on genetics and hormone balance to be faster. Now, genetics don't predispose us to be fat, but the reality is that some people are born with a faster metabolism than others due to their biochemistry and so on. So every anybody and everybody can lose weight. And even though one of that one contestant may lose four pounds a week, four pounds a week is a ridiculous number. You know, so my point <laughs> is, if it's not going fast enough or somebody else you know is losing it faster... None of that matters as long as the scale is going down and you feel like your body is getting back into shape. So, yes, your hormones are a bit crazy right now. Uh, they're probably, I'm sure, trying to stabilize you and even you out. Um, yeah. But the, the real question is, you know, have you been working out? You know, between the shoulder surgery last November and here in Montana, the winters seem forever. Yeah, I bet. I know. So, and I just started with my, I have a teenage son at home, and I just started snowboarding. Okay. That was out. I couldn't do that. I couldn't go ice skating. It was kind of like not a whole lot. I didn't do any yoga to really speak of, and I love yoga. Okay. It just was too much on my shoulder. So well, yoga is, uh, I mean, all the sun salutations <laughs> and the chaturangas and the down dogs and up dogs and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's very shoulder, chest, tricep, ab, intensive work. Um, okay, so your answer, though, is no. Um, it, it was no. Yeah, that's true. It, it was no until recently when I got done rehabbing my ankle because I just sprained it doing a 5K for charity thing with my son, and oh, I just stepped in a hole and ate shit. Okay. And um, so I just spent like six weeks rehabbing it and oh. now i'm like i need to i'm going into winter again i can't do the same thing right okay i have been uh, my sister and i actually over skype we have been doing the six week six pack together okay how long um first we did it for about 18 minutes you know when it says okay from the top and we were like oh my god <laughs> and so now i have finally by myself on my own i've been doing the whole just been doing the whole 36 or so minutes. Okay. And um, it's been for about three weeks now, and I also have been doing Yoga Meltdown. Okay. You know what i got to send you? i got to send you the new titles because those are a little <laughs> older. There's Now there's Killer Abs, which is sort of updated and um, a little bit better, and Yoga Inferno, which is uh, oh, which right. is the new the new version. Like, 
I always try to kind of up, you know, those workouts are, are they're good. Don't get me wrong, they're mm-hmm. good, but they're they're older, so I always try to refresh and revamp and update. Um, so I'll send you the new titles. Oh. Uh, okay, so for three weeks you've been doing uh, those two. How often? Um, I've been doing them about every three days because I am rotating some other. I love hula, so I've been doing a hula cardio. Okay. And um, I've been doing core, some core yoga. Core yoga. And um, so I've, I've really, just over the last three weeks, re-energized. Just, okay. Okay. Just and, and, and have you been uh, eating well yes. at the same time? That's the really hard part is I've been eating really well this whole entire time. I basically eat the same thing for breakfast, the same thing for lunch with a little difference, a little different protein in my salad. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes my dinners aren't super great, but there's been no change no matter how much I work out, no matter how much I don't. My weight stays the same, and I'm just like, oh. Well, it sounds like you're probably drawing uh, drawing even, so... Like, what are you eating for breakfast? What are you eating for lunch? What are you eating for dinner? Uh, I have a, um, I have like this, I have Herbalife shakes. Okay. And it's, um. So one for breakfast. Yeah, I have that for breakfast. And then for lunch, I have, um, a bowl of greens, like mixed greens. I have put tomatoes and red onions and, um, I use a low-cal vinaigrette. Okay. And like a protein. Yeah, chicken or sometimes a little bit of steak. Okay. It's it's usually chicken. And then dinner? Dinner is... Give me the not-so-great dinner. um, Dinner is usually, for me, it's like chicken and some vegetables, and I I don't really eat a lot of bread, but... So I have maybe pasta. Okay. Okay, pasta with what? (laughs) Cream sauce, marinara sauce... It's usually red sauce because I can't do dairy. Okay. <laughs> um, and red sauce like from a restaurant or you're making it at home like fat-free, organic, or whatever? Mm, it's tomatoes. Do tomatoes in a can and, and probably some jarred or canned sauce. Okay. Um, all right. And you just started this three weeks ago. So mm-hmm. here would be my guess. You're probably burning 1,300 calories a day. Maybe 14 on the days you work out because, you know, 18 minutes, all right, let's say you got, let's say you did it full intensity, 18 minutes, my workouts, 10 calories a minute, 180, hula, cardio, maybe five calories a minute, you know, core yoga, again, maybe five calories a minute. So, you know, if we averaged it out, let's say you got 100 calories per workout, your, you know, your BMR is around 12-ish, maybe 13, I'm guessing, but considering what you're going through and you're probably eating around 12-ish or 13, so I would say you might, for the last three weeks, have a deficit of like 100 calories a day, maybe two, but okay, so if there's 3,500 calories in a pound, three weeks is 21 days, you're losing 100 calories a day, you've lost a, a little over half of a pound. If you did, if you did 4,200 calories, right, 200 calorie deficit a day, you've lost just about a pound. And it, I, any water fluctuation can hide that. Jillian, I do the um, I do the yoga meltdown, and then I do the six week six pack right after. Okay, so, so but you just started doing that though, right? Oh uh, yeah, I did. 
Okay. And I'm not expecting, you know, I'm just not seeing anything. And this is like the second time I've kind of tried with. But honey, you just yeah. started doing that. Like you I told know. me that you did 18 minutes. Then you were like, well, I just started doing it. Um, you know, and I do it twice a week, every three days. So every three days you're getting a good burn. But you, so I do that one every three days. I, I mix in some other stuff. Listen so to me. I'm Here's what you need to do. My- bottom line. Ready? Okay. Here we go. Yes. You need to count your calories religiously and eat 1,200, and you can have unlimited greens. Okay. You need to work out five to six, honestly, if you want to move mm-hmm. this quicker, five to six times a week, and I would go, you know what, truthfully, let me send you hard body and extreme shed and shred. They're 45-minute workouts. And that that's going to give you that little extra burn. So you're going to give, like, I know you like the hula hooping. That can be your bonus workout. But it, you're going to do hard body and extreme shed and shred. And you're going to do them five times a week. And you're going to eat 1,200 calories. And I guarantee you that will take off at least a pound a week, most likely two. You're just not working out hard enough. You're just not working okay. out hard enough often enough. So you're not creating enough of a deficit, sweetie. Okay. And it's just been, you know, three weeks, and the first three weeks you did 18 minutes of it, and you know, which is fine. But you, you mm-hmm. know, you gotta understand, like, the weight's not coming on; it hasn't budged, which is good because it did come on, which means that you've stopped the gain, which mm-hmm. is really positive. Now you just need to move the car into reverse, which means we need a little more exercise, a little more intensity, if possible, a little more time, and to just be, you know, n- not sort of like some dinners not so good, this, that, or the other, to be pretty meticulous about what you're hitting with regard to your intake and i promise you it will come off i promise okay i guarantee it all right sweetheart i'm doing it because i'm so i'm so excited right now and going into winter i just i want to just knock this stuff off it it will get your address and we will we'll send everything to you okay you guys are so awesome jillian thank you so much it's my pleasure honey it's my pleasure taking the time of course thank you for calling of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sweetie. Have a great day. Hey, you too. Bye, Steph. Bye. You know, it's interesting. People, whenever there's like a special reason they've gained weight, I always know that they're having a hard time with like the facts of it. It's like, how do I lose the baby weight? It's like, well, it's, you know, got to oh, eat less, you got to move more. I, how do I lose the blank weight? It, you know, you got to eat less, you got to move more. How do I lose? And I guarantee you, because it's like, you can tell what are you working out? Well, I was snowboarding and then I was yoga, but I hurt my shoulder. It's like, are you working out or not? <laughs> yes or no? So no, you're not working out is the answer. Well, I did such and such for 18 minutes. Well, no, I do it two times a week. No, 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 I do it back to back. The answer is you're not, sweetie. You're not doing it. It's okay, but just like... It, it's if you're kidding yourself, it's very hard for me to show you the solution. Yeah. Like the first step with this is to take responsibility for the circumstance. So if you're not work, and it's very simple, she's not eating a ton, but she's not. She's got a very low deficit because she's like, you know, this, that, here, there, every two days, and then I do hula hooping, and it's you know, yeah, you get in the sure maybe a hundred, two hundred calorie a day deficit, which is going to make your weight loss seem glacial. Though in yes. a, you know, yeah, and then it's like some dinners are not so good, which I guarantee you, it's not just like I guarantee you, there's more going on there with the dinners. So honestly, if there if there is takeaway from this, it's like there's no shame in it, not 
just be real about where you're at because if you can't be real about where you're at and you can't take responsibility for where you're at, then you're fundamentally disempowered to make a change. Do you think maybe it's because because she's talking to you? No. Like, would mm-hmm. do do you find people? And this is nothing against. Don't get me wrong. This is I'm not pointing mm. Stephanie out, but I wonder sometimes, like when people ask you a question, is yeah. it kind of more because do you find people kind of edge the truth a bit? Because it's you, or whereas they would tell me, not a chance, and whereas they would tell you, well, I'm kind of doing this. Maybe. Maybe. That's possible. But I do find they're often in denial. Like, I remember we had this woman, um, I did an episode of Dr. Phil, right? And there was a woman who had like a, she's a four-year-old that was like 200 pounds. I'm not kidding. Oh. Something crazy like that. Yeah. And, um, you know, she's like, I don't feed him that much. And, you know. So they were there, and they had videotaped them over the course of the day. And I mean, every five minutes, she's giving this kid food. Every five minutes. You want a sandwich? You want a snack? You want a this? You want a that? And is she even conscious of it? Or no, you, no, no. Yeah, gotcha. And you know, then we were able to sort of point it out to her and get to the bottom of it. And um, you know, and of course, it was like she was projecting her own need into him, and like right. she wasn't not a bad or malicious woman, but. No, I'm not giving in. No, wow. you know, people yeah. do sort of. Oh, you know. No, I'm being good. A bottle of wine. I've plateaued. It's the same conversation. Yeah. And the, and the thing is, like, come on, you you gotta you gotta be aware. You gotta be conscious. You gotta be present, and you gotta be able to take responsibility. I hurt my ankle. I hurt my shoulder. I had my ovaries out. It's victim, victim, victim. I got it. You've had a lot of hard knocks. I feel super bad for her. Don't get me wrong. But unless we can sort of break her out of that, you know, I got hurt, I got hurt, I got hurt, I got hurt. You know, it's got to be, I I got it. But, okay, you hurt your shoulder. Uh, You could have walked. You could have jogged. You could have done a million different things with a hurt shoulder. I hurt my ankle. Okay. You could have done push-ups, pull-ups. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Sit-ups. You know, there's a million different things you could do. Ah, uh, okay, I had my ovaries out. Okay, yes, there's a downtime on that surgery, without a doubt. Yeah. But then it's, all right. So so I just, that that's my sort of takeaway is, don't please understand, I hold nothing against her, but if, if you want to help somebody get better, you got to help them see reality. Which is what you do with me every I time know. we see each other. It doesn't seem to help, though. Well, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big project for you, and I'm very grateful. And... <laughs> And we'll we'll see you around. (laughs) Project (laughs) Elsie.
like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Schleichinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore because it's here and it's funny. And I love you.